Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Maria Spinozzi, and I would like to introduce Angela Jenkins, running for elder from District 15. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for elder. Hi, Maria. Thanks for having me here. Um, so my background, I have a background in science, and um, I studied information technology and have certifications in project management, process improvement methodologies, and leadership. Um, in my career, I have been a research scientist and in managing really complex uh, research and development implementation to um, technology uh, systems implementation, um, not just within a specific site, but uh, across the country and internationally as well. So I've had experience in collaborating with and working with a large, diverse group of professionals um, in getting in, in, in getting the uh, job done. Um, civic experience-wise, I have been very involved in my children's school, um, as well as the neighborhood in which I live. I've served as the Neighborhood Association President for the last three years, um, and also uh, served as the, um, currently serving as the Board um, of Directors for Oak Brick Botanical Gardens, and recently um, having been invited to serve on the board of the River Food Pantry. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short, especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing-first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater success for projects such as the one on Tree Lane? Um, the affordable housing and housing-first program are you know, interrelated, in, in my opinion. Um, homelessness is uh, continue to be an issue, but part of the root causes is really the having to do with uh, stability and uh, having access. And by mean by access, I mean um, access to affordable um, wages, not affordable, sorry, <laughs> to uh, living wages, um, and 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 having access to affordable housing. As you know, the um, housing prices in the city continues to rise. And that makes it even, you know, unaffordable for those of us um, having, you know, a, in a single income or dual income households. That being said, I would like to see more emphasis in, in job creation um, and uh, development of a robust and comprehensive transit system to ensure that um, our Housing First program participants have the ability to um, not only have the stability of living in a, in a home, but also having the ability to get to their jobs uh, and learn and earn um, living wages to be able to support themselves. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in the ways Madison Police operate in our community? I think the... the the way I see it is that it, there needs to be additional community and collaborative effort um, across, you know, um, the the community and the police and the Madison Police Department um, admin staff. Um, I think professional development training is always a key factor, and not just in in um, law enforcement, but across all sectors as well. 
Um, I think that, you know, continued collaborations with um, the community members as well as an outreach to other departments and cities and to learn and gain some insights in terms of what has worked for them, what's, what's been successful, I think would, would really put us in a good position in terms of um, some improvements in that particular area. There is a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? The being an underrepresented um, person myself, um, and in a who's also in a uh, relationship where I am raising two non two minority children, that is something near and dear to me. Um, Again, I would have to say the emphasis on community and collaborations. Um, it is key that you know if we can come together and truly learn from each other and listen um, and to understand what some of the challenges, issues, and struggles are, I think that will, uh, again, put us in the, the right place and in which that we can move forward. Um, the issues are complex. And um, there isn't a one-size-fit-all solution for them, but I do believe that you know the in the power of community and and really coming together and working together uh, with the common goals and in wanting to um, eliminate or even to um, remediate the the disparities that we're currently seeing in the city. What issue have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? There really isn't a key issue, but I think the one is probably surrounding growth and uh, infill development. Um, you know, in, in the downtown area, the square, the capital area, we have been experiencing and seeing the tremendous growth in the past 10 years. And the growth is now coming, or at least growing into uh, out to the, uh, the vicinity of the city. And that's definitely something that's very prominent in, in the district, in that we're beginning to see proposals for large-scale um, development for affordable housing, or just development in general, uh, where it's been historically been a, a small, you know, urban um, residential community. So I think, again, um, making sure that the neighbors are involved in the process, understanding the uh, goals and objectives of the development, and really the, um, the, the overall stake um, in, in what that means in terms of the change and what it's bringing to the community would be important. So for me, really, I think it's about you know making sure that the neighbors are engaged and that they feel that they have a true seat at the table um, to be able to voice their concerns and working with the developers and the city staff to mitigate those risks and concerns. The relationship between the council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? I think it's a matter of perception. Um, I, and I think, and part of it is I, I think having healthy discussions is it's good. Um, we don't want everyone to, 
we don't want unanimous or consens consensus in, in all of our um, discussions or problem solving because diversity in terms of our opinions and viewpoints are extremely important. Um, but overall, I do feel that at the end of the day, the council and the mayor do have the interests of the city and its residents at you know, um, the top of their priority. And therefore, I think as long as we could focus on that, um, having a discussion, a healthy discussion, whether it's um, pro or against a particular problem, it's uh, reasonable in my opinion. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? And I think that similarly to what I have mentioned earlier, I think it has to do with the voice of the people in terms of, you know, what the question I would ask is what kind of city do we want to be? And, and well, we should start from there. So the city had launched the campaign of Imagine Madison, which I feel was a wonderful opportunity for its residents to participate in because it drives the goals and objectives and the planning for what the city should become as we continue to grow. Um, I would like that same concept to be uh, utilized in the situation. and. And so that, you know, again, the citizens really have a say and in terms uh, for how they want the city to be and what um, type of development that, they're, that the residents are able to support to ensure its continued success and overall sustainability of these development uh, proposals. What council committees do you want to serve on and why? I have my eye on the sustainable um, committee as well as the community uh, development uh, committee as well in terms of, you know, sustainability is one of my platforms. I do want to make sure that we have the infrastructure in place and that um, the to better plan for the future in terms of, you know, um, its infrastructure and um, the continued goal towards using renewable and clean energy in um, 2020 or 2025, you know, based on the goals that were um, set forth by the committee. Another one, um, the community services, uh, the community development uh, committee, it's also one that I would like to learn more about and participate in because it is one of the committees that provides or um, is, is, is in charge of the funding for uh, services for um, our youths, um, such as the medicine out of school time, etc. And again, um, I like to see you know, how I could be an advocate for the youths of our city and ensuring that they have the access to um, other programs that are available when they are not in school. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Um, I have been active in the community and in working towards um, making the life better for my family and the community by bringing people together. I believe in um, collaborations and um, the you know diverse voice and viewpoints are welcomed, and that in order to truly solve a, any problem, we have to work together. 
However, we also need to have the respect and enable for those discussions to occur so that we could actually um, you know, listen and learn from our experiences and apply those in our problem solving. So that said, um, my experience is also unique. I didn't grow up in the States. I grew up outside of the country. And I will be able to bring some of that diverse viewpoints in, in terms of what it means to be a first-generation uh, immigrant living in the city and also one who's raising a biracial or multiracial children in the city and in this um, environment where, you know, there are definitely some content, contentious um, at times in terms of what that means for those of us who are underrepresented. So that said, I hope that I will continue to earn your vote and vote for me um, on April 2nd. I want to thank Angela Jenkins for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.